heading across the country with you by the National Indigenous Radio Service. Also with us is Andrew Neffer, he's DC General Manager with uh, Kimberley Marine Supply Base. In fact, uh, kindly offered to have a quick yarn with us as he is a very, very busy man in demand today with work starting on uh, that floating jetty. Andrew, welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. Uh, well, what's going to be happening today? I mean, are they turning soil? I believe it's all so, action. It is very exciting. So you're not going to see soil turning today. It's more paperwork turning. So um, we're getting organised. So yesterday was the official commitment to getting underway. And so our, um, our construction partners are confirming all of their... Uh, the materials and um, and so organising uh, the works to start. So I think you really see something happening in Broome uh, in the next sort of three weeks when we'll have a vessel come in and it'll start mapping where the piles will go. Okay, and I do believe there will be no dredging because uh, there's uh, going to be lots of water there because of uh, uh, being able to float at least 17 metres of water. Correct. There is zero dredging. We do not have to dredge at all. And in fact, the whole design of the whole facility, because it's floating, um, we've had to use very few piles. So if you look at the old jetty that's been there for a very long time, it has lots of piles. And so this has got very big spans between each individual pile. So what it means is there's no interruption for flow. Um, so we don't have to do any dredging and there's very minimal impact. Um, in fact, you know, if you think about the area, it's less than a, you know, a couple of hundred square metres on the ocean floor you know, when you add all the piles up. So, um, so there's you know, nearly 25 metres between each pile. And only 100 metres long by the looks. No, no. So the causeway, so the, the road going out to it uh, is just over 200 metres and then the floating piece that goes up and down is uh, 165 metres long. So it's about the existing, um, the existing wharf or jetty that's out there now. So the berth face, it's about two-thirds of the existing one. Okay, all right. Just must be reading it differently from uh, that release there. And uh, I expect it's uh, going to bring a fair bit of jobs into Broome, uh, 250 with construction. That's exactly right. We're really excited about that. So um, there's obviously the construction of the jetty, but there's also the land side. So we've got some work that we'll be doing and uh, and really it's not opening up new areas, it's taking the existing areas and then improving them, you know, bringing them up to, up to a new standard. So new fences, you know, we'll, we'll, where there's areas that, um, you know, need to be sealed, we'll seal them. So there's a lot of work uh, on the land side too that we'll be doing. Yeah, that was going to be my next question because you mentioned causeways there and you think of causeways automatically, countrymen think of like a big city with freeways and yeah, a big no, no. lead up. So how is it going to look? I mean, yeast, does wheat, you mean it's between entrance point, isn't it, and the jetty. So how is it going to fit itself? Look, yeah, so if you imagine the existing facility that's there now, It'll look like that. Um, it's 
on the right-hand side, uh, you know, 150 metres to the right of the existing facility, the only difference is that the, you know, the wharf piece, the floating end, will go up and down, and we have a connection between the fixed road. I call it a causeway because um, I'm used to calling it that, but it's actually just the road out to the floating piece. So it will look like the existing facility, but the floating piece will go up and down, and it will have... Um, you can call it a ramp or whatever, but you know the connection between the, the fixed piece and the floating piece, and it will go up and down. But it, it, the way it works is that um, at the mid-tide, the road is dead level, and then when it goes up, it goes up a little bit, so it kind of halves that big tide that we have. So you know, some days we get six metres, other days we get nine. So on a six-metre tide, the floating piece will go, you know, if you work from the road, it'll go up three metres and then down past and it'll be, you know, three metres below the fixed road on low tide. Oh, oh. would this mean uh, a difference to uh, the operations and how it'll operate with the taking uh, ships? Absolutely. Absolutely. So what it means is that, you know, now when a boat comes alongside the existing structure and it's fixed, on low tide that boat goes, you know, um, it's below the deck of the wharf and so it's forever changing. So, you know, at one minute, at one point of the tide, they might be lifting, I don't know, a pallet onto the boat and it's, you know, lifting it a metre high and then on, uh, on low tide, it might be lifting that down, you know, nine metres. Whereas now we will come alongside and the boat will go up and down with the fixed jetty, uh, not fixed jetty, so with the floating... Um, uh, jetty, and so our our lifting height will never change. It'll be always the same as the boat because we float up and down with the boat now. So it's much safer, much more efficient. So the work can be done a lot quicker. Uh, would there be a, a cut off for folks going to entrance point whilst they're constructing the the new no. floating jetty? No, no, not at all, not at all. Um, there's, we'll have a, a road that diverts, so um, there, there'll be no, there'll be no obstructions to that at all. Look, you know, there might be the odd occasion where I don't know a forklift needs to cross the road and for a couple of minutes, uh, but no. The um, the one thing we made sure is that we don't impact that traffic going to uh, to the public area. And, and just lastly, tell us about. Uh, Kimberley uh, Marine Supply Base uh, because uh, uh, you got the Pause Authority there. Uh, obviously, yep. you guys work alongside each other. Yep. Yes. So it's the uh, Kimberley Marine uh, Support Base. It's an all Australian company. Um, I mean, if you look at you look at the uh, the the majority of the owners, a lot of them actually come from uh, farming background. Um, so. You know, we all live in the country. We understand, you know, remoteness. Um, it's part of the desire to actually go and construct facilities like this. So it opens ourselves up and, and really provides benefit, uh, whether we're, you know, for agriculture and, and other things. So we're an all-Australian uh, company. And, um, and look, you know, the relationship between us and the Port Authority is we lease the land from the Port Authority and, uh, and the Port Authority and uh, Camus B have a very good relationship. And, you know, the Port Authority's job is to help facilitate the trade and make it better. And so they're supporting us in as much as, you know, to go and construct this, which will have a benefit to everyone in the region. Um, you know, it could be 
I like to think about how it impacts, you know, others. And, and, uh, and one of the things like, you know, it could be full drive tyres, you know, rather than them going all the way to, to Perth and then having to drive up 2,400Ks with that truck and cost lots more money, you know, we may be able to import some of those directly and save $70 a tyre. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it, it's, you know, Broome has been a state shipping location for 125 years. We just needed to go in there and, and give it a birthday. And that's exactly what we're doing. Because it's just, um, outgrown what it can do and yeah. can't do these days, can it? That's it. Well, you think about our cattle industry, you know, and, um, you know, Broome was the place where all the cattle used to go in and out. And now we do still do cattle, but we don't do it all. Two thirds of the cattle get you know, exported out from, you know, other places and they drive them, you know, thousands of kilometres to do that when they're right there. And so, and it's because of that, the nature of the, the boats we use now and the issue with the tides going up and down. And, uh, and the reality is when we finish the construction, all the cattle can go through there if right. they need to. Well, Andrew, you're right here. And I better let you get back to that uh, paperwork. Like you said, you probably has got a <laughs> mountain of it to do. Thank you for putting some time aside to talk to us. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. Okay, bye. Andrew bye. Naffer is the general manager of Kimberley Marine Supply Base. And we're talking about that floating jetty. And just to give you an idea of all of the action that took place there yesterday with that big announcement. And if you've got any more queries, uh, have a listen. Um, good morning, everyone. It's great to be in Broome. And firstly, can I acknowledge to Di uh, and to the traditional owners of the land on which we're here this morning. Uh, that was a very beautiful and passionate uh, welcome to country. So thank you, Di. And I cannot pay my respects to our elders past, present and emerging. Um, can I also acknowledge my parliamentary colleague, um, the Honourable Kyle McGinn, um, uh, Upper House member for this area, who's representing Davina Diana, the, lo the uh, exceptional local member of parliament we have for the Kimberley, um, to uh, the hardworking Kimberley Port Authority, uh, to Luke and your team, thank you for your hard work. And also I noticed, um, and uh, with my uh, hat on as a, the, also the Minister for Local Government, uh, to the officers, uh, Shire President and Councillors here from Broome Shire, um, thank you, and uh, for those of you uh, up for election um, as of uh, four o'clock this afternoon, um, all the best in the campaign ahead. Um, can I say how, how exciting it is to be in Broome uh, to make such an exciting announcement about our port infrastructure? Uh, when Broome was gazetted in 1883, it was little more than a handful of curling uh, camps and a scattering of people, and today it's a thriving multicultural centre of around 15,000 people, a tourist mecca and a gateway to the north of our great state and the Kimberley region. Uh, and it's an economic hub uh, for so many uh, jobs um, uh, up this part of our great state. Um, so today, along with the proponent, I'm pleased to announce work will begin soon on the Kimberley Marine Support Base. The facility represents a $200 million private investment that will deliver long-term growth and economic opportunities in Broome, along with benefits for the WA economy statewide. Uh, yesterday, I had a first-hand tour from Luke uh, in the bus uh, out to uh, the, the port. Um, and uh, first time, not my first time in Broome, I was here last year on, on holidays, but uh, first time I've seen the port. And I'd only seen it on a map before. And uh, the, the impressive uh, uh, facilities that we have up here. And again, to you and your workers, um, thank you for the work you do. Um, but so combined with that imp existing infrastructure, 
at the Port of Broome, managed by the Kimberley Port Authority. The Kimberley Marine Support Base will provide for greater flexibility, less congestion and other diversification opportunities for the local economy. The facility will create 260 jobs during its construction and support 1,600 jobs during its operations. And it's estimated that over 25 years, the facility, the facility will deliver a $2.5 billion boost to gross state product. Um, the other attractive aspect of this project is, is that it aligns with the state government's carbon reduction ambitions. Uh, for example, um, most containerised cargo travels from Singapore to Frio, uh, then back to Broome by road. Uh, and if these container ships came directly into Broome, as we anticipate, uh, there'll be a massive 66% carbon saving. The operator of the facility has also a contractual commitment to ensure that the operations of the base are officially certified as carbon neutral. Now, I'm also thrilled that the Kimberley Marine Support Base has delivered a jobs participation plan to the Kimberley Port Authority, which demonstrates their commitment to creating jobs in Broome. Uh, and the Port of Broome has been facilitating trade across northern Western Australia for more than 125 years. And this development represents one of the most important expansions uh, in that long history. Uh, the Kimberley Marine Support Base will complement the existing infrastructure of the Broome Port while also increasing its capabilities and capacities. It will service the oil and gas, mining, agriculture, retail and transport sectors, reducing the logistical cost of doing business in the area and consequently paving the way for further investment and growth. And besides reducing transport costs, the facility will also increase tourism via easier access for cruise ships and increase that important access to Asian markets. Um, I want to thank the proponents as well for collaborating uh, with the local traditional owners, the Yaru people, to maximise benefits for Indigenous employment and economic empowerment in both the construction and operations of the facility. Um, so again, very exciting day that I know has been many years in the making. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, construction begin very soon uh, and to continue into next year. And I'd like to now hand over to Andrew Natter from the Kimberley Marine Support Base to discuss the design of the facility. Um, thank you so much for everyone coming today and thank you for the, uh, the introduction, uh, the Honourable David Mo uh, Minister David Michael. And, um, and thank you, Di, for such a wonderful uh, ceremony. That was uh, really enjoyable. Um, you've covered everything really well and uh, thank you for doing that. So I'm going to actually um, start by thanking everyone because to get this project off the ground, it's actually a collaboration. Um, and it's, you know, the design and, and, uh, and coming up with... Uh, you know, the, the, the piece of infrastructure is one thing, but it's actually, um, you know, it needs the support and the work from a whole lot of parties. And, and that's everything from the state government through to, you know, Yaru, the Kimberley Port Authority, um, you know, the Chamber of Commerce and Industry, and everyone has really banded together to help this project get off the ground. Um, you know, we had to, we went through COVID as well through the period. And, um, you know, we were, I was looking back to, um, when we actually kicked this project off, and it was in November 2018, and, and it was um, you know some four years, 10 months ago, and to be here today to announce that we're starting construction, um, you know, it's it's all about all of us, and um, and I'm really excited, and uh, and to be doing it with um, uh, everyone, and including you know our shareholders, which are all Australian, um, we're working with an all Australian West Australian construction company which is another amazing feat. Um, and so, you know, this is really going to open up this whole region. 
Um, it's an opportunity to touch everyone in the Kimberley and in a little bit into the Northern Pilbara as well. Um, and ports, I mean, I love ports because they're economic enablers. Um, and we're already seeing what's happening because of the words getting out there that this is actually happening. And, uh, and for me and my team, you know, thanks to everyone. I know it's been a lot of hard work um, and I look forward to the next, you know, 20 odd months um, and to be standing on it and having another ceremony like today. Um, it's, uh, it's been a good journey and we've got, you know, a little way to go, but we're not far off. So uh, I just again want to thank, you know, everyone for being here today and, uh, and I look forward to the next stage of the project. Thank you. They're finishing off with Andrew Napper himself, uh, the general manager of uh, Kimberley Marine Supply Base. And a little earlier on, hearing from the minister, I noticed he did mention uh, that uh, local government elections uh, closing and wishing everyone well for those that put their head in the ring. Yes, you should have done that by four o'clock yesterday afternoon and it is quite sad news to think that uh, the Shire Broom has pretty much struck off Harold Tracy for not uh, attending a, a few Shire meetings uh, and well, the locals understand and know why as our sympathies uh, have gone out with uh, Harold's loss and um, oh, whatever he chooses to do in the future, we wish him well. But, oh, I don't know, it just seems like knives can come out, can't they? So um, maybe that's why it was important uh, that uh, perhaps... Uh, you should have uh, thought about being a, a candidate uh, if you haven't uh, yet uh, put your name in the ring. Uh, that'll help for future years. And just remember uh, the uh, election of our president and mayors will come uh, directly from the people, not in-house. And sadly, there'll be no more outer wards. So...